Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. Today, a listener question from Dave Barraza. Dave asks, what do you imagine it would take for the US to have more than two viable political parties? So I'm not really sure what this question actually means, but let me just take a few different stabs at that. My perspective is the US has four political parties that score more than 1% of the vote in these kind of elections, typically. The Democrats and the Republicans, which are effectively the same political party, the Libertarian Party and the Green Party. What stops the Libertarian Party and the Green Party from being active political parties? Typically, the political debates, because I think if the Libertarians and the Greens were able to participate in the debates, their percentage of voters would shoot up dramatically. The other thing is the media in the US, and as the WikiLeaks Democrat emails show, the media in the US is primarily controlled by the Democratic Party. The GOP has an influence, obviously, on one channel and some talkback radio, basically a small number of websites. But the main power in terms of the mass media in the US is controlled by the Democratic Party. And the Democratic Party appreciates quite fundamentally that their policies have changed so dramatically that an educated public would not continue to vote for them. And given an opportunity to vote for another party or an opportunity to see another party satirizing the Democratic Party's platform, there'll be some problems there. What would it take for these four parties to participate on equal footing? Well, firstly, I think it would take the Democrat voters, the died in the wool Democrat voters, to reassess where their party has gone and ideally move to the Green Party, or if they're... I mean, the Libertarians aren't actually as right-wing as the Democratic Party. They're just unauthoritarian. So the Greens and the Libertarian Party, I think, if the you know card-carrying Democrat voters started actively assessing what they believed, might gain substantial support. Similarly, the Republicans, probably a good portion of them should belong in the Libertarian Party, Maybe even some of them should belong in the Green Party. And I think if these voters moved to either of these two other parties, then just by percentage numbers alone, eventually we would see them legitimised. But the largest population in this is the number of people that don't actually vote. And I think the debates and the media would need to change in order to get these people even aware that there are two alternative parties that do represent ideas out of the ever-tightening Democrat-Republican spectrum. So my perspective is learn about the Greens, learn about the Libertarian Party, pick within a spectrum of four. It's slightly broader than the Democrats and the Republicans because the Democrats and the Republicans really observe a very tight position in the authoritarian right, and talk to other folk about these other parties. I mean, the potential for the Greens to have picked up all of Bernie Sanders' supporters and to completely marginalise the Democrats, sufficient for the Greens actually to take a position in the political landscape in the US, was perfectly possible, except for the fact that Sanders decided, maybe for a boathouse, who knows, to affiliate himself with Hillary Clinton when there was a political alternative that was relatively close, certainly closer than Clinton, for his supporters to join. So I think the responsibility is with the American public to become more well-informed and to actually change their positions. Now, 
As prior podcasts have shown, I'm not particularly affiliated with the Green Party, but I think the ability to have two additional parties, four parties, would so completely change the dynamic. And as we've seen with the Greens, to a lesser extent the Libertarians, they do get pulled into the thrust in order to try and get more popular support. They do move more to the centre-right, far-right, authoritarian, far-right, that we find the Democrats and the Republicans in currently. But if people were informed about them, it would break up the political dominance of, I guess, the two viable political parties that Dave Barraza is mentioning. So my perspective in the US is that there are alternatives. It doesn't have to be a violent revolution. There are ways in which things can change dramatically, and there are ways in which the narrative can expand. But we will need a different media, and we will need a different means of doing the political debates than is represented currently. It's interesting, actually, because there has been a time, there has been a candidate through, well, not relatively recent, but certainly in the past 30 years, American political history, who has also been able to debate. And Perot, as an influence in US politics, was fascinating to watch. It's a pity, actually, that the debates can't be expanded. And I think Johnson, as the libertarian, is actually getting a good percentage of the vote. I mean, he polls as high as 14% in some areas. And, you know, that's the numbers that both the Democrats and the Republicans receive in certain areas as well. So I think it's about changing a narrative. I think it's about talking about the other two political parties in the US and just trying to convince folks that unfortunately voting for either of the two main political parties just results in an even worse, even more deteriorating situation. So that's my prescription. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.